What's up, family? We back again with another podcast, and this one gonna be a little bit different. I say they never podcast, and they always be the same. Today we got something concerning the magic duo, the Neptunes. We gonna discuss a interview that they gave way back in the day, and a lot of this stuff still holds true today. But before we do that, let's play my song called "Sorry." Off of So Glizzy, What Does That Mean? album released late 2020. Boom. Surprise behind the disguise. You gave me a thousand tries, but I gave you a thousand lies. Trying to get you to change your mind. I promise I hurt you the last time. This my heart behind the hardness. In the argument, saying I'm heartless. Got me thinking I might be moralist. All these bitches are having the Porsches. Could have left me, you love me regardless. Now I'm just sitting here sad and remorseless. Sorry I'm off in the street. I'm sorry I'm mean. Sorry I let you down. Sorry you trusted me. Wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. Sorry I'm off in the streets, sorry I'm mean, sorry I let you down Sorry you trusted me, wasn't the man I'm supposed to be Your friends be telling you lies, saying you gave me too many tries Saying you're crazy, they ain't surprised, say I would hurt you a thousand times Tell them bitches to close their mouth, probably just mad, they feeling left out they nigga been doing the bid, left them alone to raise their kids. Who they saw me with, tell me they name. Them bitches is running the game, part of the blame, they should be ashamed. They nothing but snitches, your friends is lame. I ain't saying your nigga is perfect, all the shit that I did, you deserve it. I can see in your eyes you hurting, promise you stay, I promise I'm worth it. I'm sorry I'm off in the streets, I'm sorry I'm mean, sorry I let you down. Sorry you trusted me, wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. Sorry I'm off in the streets, sorry I'm mean, sorry I let you down Sorry you trusted me, wasn't the man I'm supposed to be I know I messed up, girl, I know I messed up bad But I promise, the old me's in the past Sorry I'm off in the streets, sorry I'm mean, sorry I let you down What's up, fam? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy J to the R, and you are listening to Making Music with J to the R. I appreciate you tuning in for another episode. Tune in for the last next episode. 
Tune in for the ones after that too And go ahead and listen to some of them old episodes in the archive You might find some useful So, you know, if it's your first time tuning into the podcast It's just a little something I do uh, I'm hoping that somebody can get something out of it I do it for fun, I enjoy doing it And I'm going to keep doing it Trying to be a little bit more consistent in 2021 And so far, we'll leave that at that But anyway, we're going to dive right into this particular podcast Now, I'm going to start out by saying This particular podcast is about surrounding something I heard And slashed watched in a Neptunes interview Now the Neptunes, in case you don't know their production duo that was formed back in 1990 in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Now, this duo, it consists of Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo. Hugo. Hugo? Hugo? Whatever his name is. Now, Williams, he sometimes uses his own vocal chops on records and videos, while Hugo is typically the man behind the scenes. He's, he's that guy that don't show his face that much. And as you probably already know, the Neptunes are considered in the ranks of the most prolific and successful music producers in pretty much the history of music. And it's like um, throughout their whole career, they have produced songs for many, 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 many artists. And some of them artists include Jay-Z, Usher, Timberlake, Nelly, Gwen Stefani, Snoop. Man, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. In fact, in 2009, Billboard ranked them number one on their top 10 uh, list of producers of the decade. And in 2020, they were inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Now, back in 2015, in a 2015 interview, they were asked a very interesting question and the answer to that question was even more interesting so the interview asked a hypothetical question the question was if you had a project studio and inherited 10k how would you spend that 10k now as i previously mentioned this interview was well over 10 years ago you know But I feel like the answer to the question still holds true today. And I'm going to play you an excerpt, an excerpt, excerpt from that interview so you can hear for yourself the response to the question. The first thing, the first thing I would do is definitely take uh, piano lessons just to know what it is that you're playing and and become familiar with music itself and not just what it is that you hear. Okay, now that statement right there, that was the first part of his answer. And to me, that statement right there was pure gold. You got to have some type of knowledge. If you want to stand out, at least, if you look at some of the major uh, music producers that produce, not sample-based producers, but the ones that actually produce, you know, songs and melodies and stuff without using samples like the Scott Storch, like the Neptunes, um, like the porno pedophile, whatever you want to call him, or Kelly. The list goes on and on. 
one thing in common that those particular particular producers have is the fact that they understand music theory and they play an instrument. I think the one of the problems with today's music producers with today's music producers is not many of them can even can play. You know, they have no idea what a piano scale what a scale is on a piano. They can tell you uh play something in the C a key. I mean, what did I say? The C a key. The key of C. Maybe they can say that shit though, because I can't. There's not much that they can tell you about it. All they can pretty much do is listen to something and poke around until they find until it sounds like it's in key. So therefore what you have is a lot of people uh using with boring melodies or melodies or all they really know how to do is make drum patterns and then download loops. And what I mean by I'm not talking about like sample loops, you know, like where you sampling records and stuff. I'm just talking about these loops and MIDI files that you can buy from various uh websites. So now those people, you know, if okay, so that leads me to my next point as well. If you can play then that means you have opened up a whole nother uh, subsection of your music production where you can sell melodies because not many people know how to make a melody. They'll just download a loop, load it in through the loops and do a drum beat behind it because they cannot create melodies on their own. They cannot create chords. They really just can't do that much. And I feel like that is where most of the production is going now, nowadays now is the is the music fire? Yes, fire as fuck. But what it's producing is a lot of people making the same type of beats. There's just not any Neptune type producers out there. I mean, it's almost hard to find a producer that you can recognize their sound when you hear it. And if you do, it's not necessarily because of the melodies that they use. It's just because of the drum patterns, because they use the same drum sounds in every in every beat. Now, some of you may be saying, "Well, the motherfuckers selling beats, yeah, they are. That's fine, that's good." But at some point in time, uh, at some point, you got you're gonna come to the conclusion. At some point, we have to preserve the art, if that's what you want to call it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm still stuck in 1995 or 2000. I don't know. I can't call it. But I still believe that what he said holds true because you're going to make your life a lot easier if you understand music. And you'll be able to. You won't even have to have a sample. You'll be able to hear a song and then replay it on the the piano. It just makes your life a whole lot easier for sure. Now, let's go back and listen to the rest of the answer that Pharrell gave. And Chad, he gave an answer to the particular question as well. And um, $10,000, I would definitely say a Pro Tools starter kit. Yeah, some kind of little portable studio so that you could have a hands-on learning experience. We started out on 8-track, like yes. a little cassette tape, which, which I am glad that we... Um, went through despite of all the technology that's out today that old little measly cassette tape thing taught us how to you know patch our own stuff and work with what we had like eight tracks like nowadays there's like so much technology that you can easily just 
get overwhelmed. I say start something simple, like a little recorder machine, a little microphone, um, take piano lessons, take some kind of instrument lessons. Um, and if it, depending on what you're doing, I'd say like learn how to DJ too, because that helps out just being able to pick records and learning why you like a certain song, why you like listening to something that helps you find a groove. Um, that's it. That's really it. Now, let's dive into the second part of that particular answer. So they go on to say you need something like a little cheap setup. And I've said this in several of my other um, episodes. And I also mentioned this on my YouTube channel. In fact, really, the whole purpose of my YouTube channel is to show that you can make music with minimum but the part of it that I want to talk about is how he said, uh, you know, invest in a little Pro Tools setup. Now, I don't care what you say. You know, you got Personas out there. You got Cubase. You got FL Studio. You got all of these softwares out there that people are still using, that people use quite a bit. And there's, you know, there's kind of like a shift in what's considered the standard. But still to this day. Pro Tools is still going to be the industry standard for recording, at least. Now, here's why that's important, because if you're a producer, you also want to know how to record because you may be able to do a beat and you may have artists. You may find artists that you want to uh, produce and release a project with and you want to be able to record them. And the industry standard is still Pro Tools, because if you record in Pro Tools, all you have to do. It's just upload that uh, that file to the cloud. And if they go somewhere else to mix it or even to master it, they can just download that particular file. You know, the engineer can just download that particular file into their uh, version of Pro, of Pro Tools. So for that alone, I mean, you can just even use pro tools first you can do a lot with pro tools first and still get a lot of the functionality including uploading to to the cloud so that's why i still think that that particular part still holds true today now you can have your fl studio that's fine and dandy but you still want something that's primarily industry standard to this day and for right now that's still pro tools then they go on to say I think Chad said this, you need to learn how to DJ. And that's something I've been wanting to get into. I haven't yet, though. But I agree with that 100%. Because if you're a DJ, then you understand how people react to music. Okay? You understand what sounds people react to the most. We know 808s. uh, We know hi-hat rolls. But what other sounds do people react to the most? You are able to play a song, then look out in the crowd and see who's doing what. Then you can go back to the studio, take that information that you've learned from DJing to see what type of songs, what type of vibe, what type of tempo is hot. And you can make beats from that. And then those beats, you can sell them to artists. And uh, next thing you know, you got a hit on your hand or whatever artist has a hit on their hand 
or they may particularly buy those beats just because subconsciously they know that's the, that's the particular style that they enjoy listening to when they go to the club. So a lot of this stuff is psychology. And as a DJ, you're able to get into the heads. Put it like this. If you DJ in a show, it's kind of like a science lab. A, uh, 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 a focus group because you can play certain songs and then see how the crowd react in fact you can play your own shit and see how the crowd reacts and go back to the studio and rehash or use what you've picked up in your next production there's so many things that you can use from the experience of DJing and back in the day you will see that a lot of the producers started out as DJing a lot of the successful ones. I wonder why they were successful because they knew what kept the club bumping, what kept the people in the club moving and dancing. And a lot of times, most of the songs that are going to hit hard with the streams or the bouncy songs, the songs that make you want to get up and dance. Anyway, that's about all that I have for this particular podcast. I just wanted to share that particular information with you. I thought it was Real interesting when I was listening to it because a lot of the stuff that they were saying can still be used today here over 10 years later. This your boy, J to the R. Keep coming back for more episodes. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel if you want to if you want to watch some Cubase tutorials, some Personas tutorials, some Pro Tools to tutorials, beat making tutorials. You want to listen to some of my shit. Man, we got it all. We got it all. This your boy. Peace. Wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. Sorry, I'm off in the streets. Sorry, I'm me. Sorry, I let you down. Sorry, you trusted me. Wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. Your friends be telling you lies. Saying you gave me too many tries. Saying you're crazy. They ain't surprised. Say I would hurt you a thousand times. Tell them bitches to close their mouth. Probably just mad. They feeling left out. They nigga been doing the bid, left them alone to raise their kids. Who they saw me with, tell me they name. Them bitches is running the game, part of the blame, they should be ashamed. They nothing but snitches, your friends is lame. I ain't saying your nigga is perfect, or the shit that I did, you deserve it. I can see in your eyes you're hurting, promise you stay, I promise I'm worth it. Sorry I'm off in the streets, sorry I'm mean, sorry I let you down. Sorry you trusted me, wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. Sorry, I let you down. Sorry, you trusted me. Wasn't the man I'm supposed to be.